0: Welcome to Your Infinite Health. Are you getting older? Are you feeling it? How would you like to do that in reverse? We're your host, Dr. Tripp and Lene. We've run an integrative medicine practice for 13 years. Together, we have 60 years of combined experience helping clients. We've helped tens of thousands achieve success in health and live longer, happier lives.
1: In this show, we'll cover peer-reviewed and evidence-based integrative approaches to creating the health you've always wanted.
0: We also share professional experience we see in the field every day.
1: So if you're ready to feel, look, and live your best life, you're in the right place.
0: Welcome to your Infinite Health Podcast.
1: Hey, Trip.
0: Hey, Lene.
1: Did I tell you about the time that I swallowed a book of synonyms?
0: No. What happened?
1: It gave me the sorest throat I ever had. (laughs) (laughs) Dad jokes all day. Okay. I mean, I know that's, that was a really bad one. I thought that we had a very interesting, (laughs) sometimes patients are great they provide great content stimulation, <laughs> such as the woman that came in last week. Let's see. As I recall, she had a really bad rash on her face, mm-hmm. like, literally looked like she had red boils, but it wasn't
0: boil like. Yeah, it was bad acne,
1: but I've never seen acne like that. Like it was a red beard. She looked like a red beard, but like with texture. It looked really bad. Anyway, she wanted help, allegedly, Mm -hmm. because she had said that she had gone to like three different dermatologists and she wasn't receiving whatever they were telling her. And she wanted to do something natural to resolve her issue. And I wasn't in the room with you, but I I seem to recall, because I overheard, that she was saying... She wanted to get to the root of the problem, but she only wanted right. to do it naturally. And that interaction was not productive, I don't think. Why don't you tell me about that? Tell the listener about that. I think it's a very interesting story.
0: Yeah. So I think, I mean, valid concern. I think she had seen a number of dermatologists she had acne that had, Gotten worse. And actually, with her last dermatologist, the dermatologist gave her a a, a treatment that typically blocks the effect of testosterone in women who are having kind of androgen skin changes. And this can happen in, like, polycystic ovarian syndrome, and where a little bit too much testosterone gets produced. And that testosterone then goes on to cause oily skin. And then the oily skin is predisposed to develop acne and that and so she just gave her the treatment with the without verifying whether that was the clinical syndrome or not and in fact the rash got a lot worse after receiving that why do you
1: treatment. think that is
0: well spironolactone is, you know, on a molecular basis as a is chemically similar looks chemically similar to testosterone and so what it does has a tendency to block the androgen receptor. And in her case, I'm not sure exactly what happened.
1: Oh, you're saying, so you're saying essentially the, that dermatologist gave a treatment recommendation without having all the necessary information.
0: Correct. And didn't check her blood levels of testosterone or anything.
1: Okay and so then she found you and then what happened
0: So she you know, looking to get to the root of the problem and try and and she had already she was already taking some supplements and things like that that were more naturally based and she had a mindset that she would rather get to the root of the problem than rather than take a medication take a pill so the right mindset but the mindset had gone beyond reason Well I mean I think that happens to a lot of people. When you look at a lot of the things that are out there that are that are touted to help different problems, they... You know,
1: like castor oil can solve everything.
0: Or something. Or, you know, just a different supplement that can cause, get rid of diabetes or things like that without...
1: Or a neti pot. <laughs> There's a story there. I won't go into that. Anyway.
0: So, so that being said, she... There is a lot of information out there, and there are some good anecdotal cases that lead people to believe that's going to help them. And if there's one thing that's good about clinical medicine is that the clinical trials process is, if it's done appropriately is it, it contains a lot of information and can focus on whether or not a a substrate or a vitamin or a biological can actually help repair or help resolve a medical problem. So the challenge becomes, the challenge comes in where it's, we live in an environment, a capitalism and entrepreneurial environment where one person can get a result and then you'll have people that are incentivized to capitalize on that on that one episode, as though it were what happens to everybody. And it takes people with a fairly sharp and discerning mindset to be able to get by some of the marketing blah, blah that that are put out there to try and entrap and get people to spend their money. So very often, patients will come in and ask me, well, should I use this? Should I use that? I've seen this and that and the other. And I'll say, well, maybe you should take this into, maybe you should think about this a little bit. And you know, I'll be happy to look into it a little bit for you and see if there's any validity to to what, you know, the information that you're presenting to me. And I remember a really good one, a really good case is a young fellow that worked out twice a day. He was coming in for for the optimization process and was doing quite well and he came in it was about six months after he'd become a patient and he said oh doc i've got this new stuff that's going to make me lean out it's going to make me do this it's going to make me do that and all this stuff and no one and i think the bodybuilding environment is very prone to having everybody believe that they can look like the champion just by taking this additional supplement and using it all the time it turns out this fella has said, "Well, you know, all these guys are using it. It's a rage now. It's just come out. Blah 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 blah." Said, so, "Okay, well, why don't, you, why don't you just let me look into it before you start using it? I'd hate for you to get into something that might potentially be cause you problems." And
1: it was like supposed to be a natural uh, supplement or something.
0: Natural, a food was a food based product apparently. So I I started looking into. I you know went to the, the research and and basically got shifted to the, a history of the drug development it was a, a it was actually developed as a drug that didn't pass the fda trials because it killed too many rats caused them to have cancer all sorts of stuff right and so i i found all this information all this bad information and what happened is this guy had bought it and is using it as a food supplement okay so so thereby, it doesn't have to be approved by the FDA and this and that and the other. And, and you can say, well, this one guy got all these fantastic results. You're going to get them too. And so two weeks later, when he came back for his visit, he came back and I said, well, let's just call him John. John, I really, I'm going to tell you, I found all of this. I told him all the stuff that I found. And I said, I really don't think you should be investing in this. And the stuff wasn't cheap. I think you'd be better off letting me do the optimization process, let's talk about your nutrition to help you get a little bit better definition, this and that and the other. And, and effectively, we were able to do that without him doing those supplements. But it was even funnier though, I I think a few, it was a, a month or two later that a couple of months later, he was doing well and had not used the stuff. And and so I said, John, what you, would you ever do with that stuff? And he says, oh, I sold it to a buddy. Oh my God. So, he had actually sold it to a buddy who had gone. He's, I, I talked to him here recently. It's been a couple of years since he's been a patient, but he says this stuff is still selling like crazy, and God knows what we're going to see. Oh, people don't up- yeah. die. Yeah. Like, well, you said all those rats died, so. And all the rats died. Well, saccharin is the same thing. Saccharin, they did that trial where it killed all the rats and all that stuff, but it, they basically did gavage on him. They just stuffed him full of saccharin, and they, they had a lot of complications, and and so that's why I got the bad reputation for a while, but it's never been proven to cause cancer in humans.
1: Well, I mean, how many humans are sucking down?
0: It's the pink thing,
1: right? But right. how much? How much of that stuff would you have to? Oh, if they, take
0: if they did that in the rats to it, yeah, it would be tons.
1: Yeah, so I think some of those, some of that information is. I don't know. I feel like sometimes you're not being told. The whole story, anyway. So that particular <laughs> chica,
0: the, most of the time, all <laughs> right. Uh, you know what? What? What does getting to the root of the problem mean? So for her, I think she was looking for a, and she had. I think she already had a naturopath working with her, kind of a naturopathic way to address it, herbs and and maybe a little bit more. The real challenge there, though, is. Using herbs and spices and whatnot, and I have a little bit of a negative attitude about it because the clinical trial work on that stuff is not good. And well, but
1: isn't but that would be because there's no financial reward, right? Isn't that how clinical trials work? Like there's not good studies on things because pharma, who has the money, isn't going to get the payoff.
0: Well, I mean, if they're putting together a proprietary combination of Herbs, they can still make money off of that. That's what everybody in the food industry. Is.
1: Okay, hold on. Let's go back though, because the question was, what does getting to the root of the issue mean? Like when somebody says she that. She was
0: wanting to change her nutritional, she was wanting to change nutrition and the things that we do in the four pillars and the mind body. And I think one of the, her reception of the mind body thing was not, as I recall, and uh, as we were discussing the successful health image and, doing the mind-body component of the course and creating an image of success so that she would have a metric of her outcome to be able to assess whether she was getting better or worse. I mean, she obviously knew she was worse after taking the Spironolactone, but at the same time, I mean, sometimes as we try to attain optimum health, you have to take those steps and you have to be able to assess whether or not it's really getting you in your mindset closer to where you want to go or not. And I, I don't think she had, even in the explanation of that, I don't think she was all that receptive. So I think part of those, the things that we use as, as the...
1: Well, and that mind-body component, that's like the most natural thing we have.
0: <laughs> right. right. And it is, and we know by tons of research that, that our health is created by our thought processes because of the stress responses or the relaxation responses that we have based on based on how we're thinking.
1: Right. And then, I mean, so how much of a role, I mean, nutrition would play a large role in mm-hmm. that kind of...
0: You know, so the thought in my mind, my thinking was we'll, we'll get the nutrition that gives her, that does not create a high oil-based response of her skin, and then well she needed antibiotics, I think at the time too so but when she left, apparently she said she said that she didn't think it was going to be the right fit for her and and so she's not going to come back but she we talked about thyroid, we talked about other things, and she trying to get her all of these end processes I think she was in her mid thirties, if I recall, getting all of those processes optimized. And functioning better so that her immune system would be working better and the inflammation in her body was less, and all of those things. And she was reluctant to even get a little thyroid supplementation because she wanted all.
1: Well, and that's another thing. And I don't know if it was her, but I heard somebody else really. And so it seemed like two people this past week were like, I only want to do things naturally, I don't want to do anything that's not natural. And thyroid replacement. Natural or not natural? Natural. Natural. Yeah.
0: I mean, even the synthetic form is the exact same form as it's a bioidentical replacement. It's yeah. bioidentical. So it's the same chemical form that your body forms in the thyroid.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm all for natural, but I, I think you have to start with getting the inform like getting the information. So unlike what the dermatologist did and just treating without getting information, that would be our first step is a very comprehensive lab panel and delving in. That's, to me, in my mind, that is getting to the root. The root is getting the data, getting the information, really understanding what is creating that situation. So you have to have that before you can even begin to address how to resolve it.
0: I had to discuss that with her, too. She was... A little bit hesitant about the labs on it. So well, I need this information. It's like your other physician there, the dermatologist, made a decision without having that information. You need the information first to see how the body is working and see what level it's working. And then as soon as you have that all working well, then everything else becomes an add-on that you can assess and see if you're making headway or not. Yeah. But she was...
1: Well, and I wanted to talk about that interaction in particular because I really wanted to kind of get clear on this idea of natural and what that means and what it doesn't mean and how we work with that. So, so natural things, natural
0: occurring things, obviously plants and- Because that rash was not natural. So, my bad. It was natural. Okay. Sorry. Oh, it, sorry. It, but this is thinking, The like I said, the challenge with natural stuff. I mean, all of our medications- Many, the vast majority of medications are derived from plants and barks and all sorts of different things, animals. I mean, we derive all of our, the pharmaceutical industry derives medications from that, and some are synthetically modified to to enhance the performance, but at the same time, if they're wanting it naturally, a lot of times you can't achieve um, a therapeutic effect, and don virtually none of the natural pathways have any significant trial work and so you're left with making a decision in the absence of good data and so and for me i as long as it's not compromising the outcome of the things i know we have information on i think that's okay And I'm happy for people to use what they think is, but if it looks like it's compromising or has the ability to compromise, because, I mean, for example, giving an exosome therapy or a stem cell-based therapy requires that we're not administering anti-inflammatories. Well, curcumin is a great anti-inflammatory, so I'll tell my patients before I do a prolotherapy with a stem cell variant that, you know, you shouldn't be using curcumin. Should not be? Should not, because you're shutting down an inflammatory component that helps the response. So we, there are things we know, but there the vast majority of the natural plant-based things, we, we just don't have a lot of. And there is more information being generated. There are a few good people out there doing research with it, and we're going to have information. It's going to be coming. But if for the vast majority of them, we don't, and it's just turn the dark.
1: Throwing a dart in the dark. <laughs> cool. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you for going through that with me because it was a perplexing observation.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, anyway, listeners, I hope you found that helpful, insightful, entertainment- all, I don't know. And I guess if you have any questions or anything, please feel free to reach out. You can send in a form on the contact form at yourinfinitehealth.com. And until next time, stay healthy.
0: Thanks for subscribing to Your Infinite Health. I'm Dr. Tripp.
1: And I'm Lynne. Until next time, feel it, look it, and live it.